late night tech talk back again another episode the whole crew is here in full action carlos grajit and the legendary the immortal barry watkins what's up guys hey what's going on Sue? what's up what's up guys hopefully everybody's having a nice uh, summer evening enjoying the weather outside Yep, yep, definitely, definitely. And uh, hey, Barry, you should you should hear the uh, you know the the age jokes that Carlos makes uh, about you, man. It's crazy. I mean, he. I mean, Barry, he, he's like he's like he. He's like I think Barry. The joke was that Barry, you're so old, you actually hunted the dinosaurs back in the day. Like you know, like you know, you actually saw the T Rex live in action. Hey, hey, don't worry about it. Hey, Carlos, don't worry about it. This is the last podcast. <laughs> last, last podcast is the, uh, you know, before I go on into my own little, little route, right? Gotta leave you guys behind in the dust. Yeah, TV, TV repair, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Good one, good one. <laughs> so, anyway, what we got for tonight? So, tonight, fellas, we're going to... Um, do a couple i guess not a couple of things we're gonna start off with the i guess we can start off with uh, the rise and of social media in the last few years um yeah. you know uh, we've seen a quite a, a bit of an uptick in social media the last five ten years right the use of it uh how we're just you know it, it's available it's it's now become almost kind of mainstream uh, mainstream media in a way um and you know, like from a technology standpoint, you know, like we all being IT, you know, we kind of have a better grasp of okay, well, what you know, what where it started from, and to where it is now, like the the platform, the behind the scenes, right, where where Twitter is now compared to where it was ten years ago. Um, just the you know, just the enhancements of the the product itself, and obviously the 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 consumer use of it, right? So. I guess but we can no let's just kind of dive into that that a little bit like what do you guys have seen from social media over the last few years that's really i guess caught you by surprise or has made you kind of think and say hey well wow i didn't think it would get to this point or or last this long or be this popular what's your barry why don't you kind of start off with that yeah, that's a good topic. I mean, you look at social media from and the growth of it from the day of Facebook, for example. We're starting there. Um, there's been some other companies that came before Facebook, but Facebook has has, has long has lasted longer than the other ones, right? And then you also look at um, like what we use now, WhatsApp. You know, that application which was later acquired by uh, Facebook. Yep. Um, TikTok, um, Snapchat. Uh, all these different products and Twitter as well. All these different products came out of nowhere, right? And they have grown and grown uh, to become a powerhouse and their own name. Uh, some acquired, some still stand alone by themselves independently. Um, but it's been really fascinating to see what has happened with social media over the last, you know, ten years or so. Um, it, it's growing, and I think it will continue to grow. And really, um, some paths everything that we have even imagined about thinking about seeing with social media and what people are doing with it right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's to the point really, and this makes the last point, 
it's really to the point now that you know everybody like we said i think of what time before everyone's walking around with a phone and on a phone you have so many different apps which give you the ability to connect with people all over the world and share your videos and everything else like that so now it's to the point now that you know you got to be careful what you do outside in public because everyone has a phone and everyone has access to social media so um I yeah at that point i mean there's there's so much that has taken off with social media and the different applications that are associated with it uh, but I, I i pass over to uh anyone else to want to take the ball gurjit why don't you go ahead give us your your thoughts on uh the rise of social media within the last decade yeah so like you know with everything else you guys can hear me right yes sir perfect yeah with everything else there's always going to be good and bad to call it social media right it's really about how you decipher it um i think the evolution of social media has contributed in many different patterns you know there's been the good there's been the bad and then there's been the real ugly as well the good that i would describe is probably i would say it's become a tool for marketing it's become a tool for survival it's become a tool for connectivity uh keeping in touch you know th- there's definitely positives as well but the bad i would say it's become a an addiction you know just just let me let me throw something out there here just try to remember the last time you went a full day without checking your social media accounts you know one day that you you just didn't open your facebook you didn't open your instagram you didn't open anything that's tied or labeled with social media you know it's very difficult to say I, i'm i'm guilty as well you know i'm i'm not going to deny it i think unless i'm in the hospital and i'm uh, i'm completely uh unconscious here and there's no way for me to touch my mobile device you know it's it, it's a it's a real addiction and the ugly i would say is really more about you know it, it's probably the anxiety the depression everything to do with the unhealthy uh trend for example you know if you if you get addicted number one going going off the bat you're going to be spending a lot of time ser- searching following um and, and probably just lose sight of your you know your normal schedule or whatever you 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 know you, what would you normally classify as normal um you know having access to all these uh medias and and all these portals right from your fingertips it's it, it's distracting you know and it changes changes everything changes the way you 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 think you um you know you contribute to certain things and I think it's you know it, it's it's definitely leading into a lot of incidents that that contribute to anxiety, depression, um poor sleeping patterns, you know, things of that nature. So look, there's always going to be good, there's always going to be bad. You know, I think it's just about can you keep balance? Can you really avoid the conversation where it it, it becomes a problem? You know. So as long as you know we don't have any unrealistic expectations from anything, then we can definitely survive from it but for the most part i think you know it, it it's 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 a uh, it's it's a good and bad conversation for me all right good points carlos my you want to take over yeah i, I would say uh, we we've, we've come a long way from from older social media platforms like myspace where you know it was just a, a page where you put like some cute pictures of your vacation or something and 
you know, you, it was just more for entertainment and connecting with friends. Now, uh, now there's so many different platforms and it's super powerful, uh, kind of in a way, uh, for a lot of people, it's a way for them to share like their identity and, uh, you know, kind of to express themselves. Um, but you, you also got to be careful, right? Cause that something that you write could be, you know, misinterpreted, uh, it could go viral and then, you know, pe people may just get the wrong impression of something that you maybe didn't in intend something to be that way. Um, and then it's, uh, it, it's become a platform where you, you know, you could post something like, like what happened with, uh, with George Floyd, right? Uh, uh, the video recording of of the incident got posted online, you know, within a few hours or a day, and like everybody in the world saw what happened. So that that wouldn't have been possible without uh, social media tools that we have today. So uh, uh, I think in a way it's it's good that technology and everything has evolved to this point where we're able to to use this for uh, for that kind of communication with people. Okay, uh, you know, I actually want to touch on that point that Gurdit that you made, um, where I think people have a hard time. Some people, not all, obviously, that they can't um, go without being looking at the social media without like, uh, like you know, we've, let's just let's just put it this way, right? We go to. Uh, you know, we've hung outside, right? Went to bars or whatnot, and we see the the crowds. What people do nowadays, what they're kind of constantly kind of glued to their phone, right? Even when we go to parties or functions of our own, people are what constantly on their phone first, and then and then they kind of meet you second, right? It's kind of like, well, let, let me just uh, like this post real quick first, and then I'll say hi to you. It's kind of like that. The social etiquette has kind of changed a little bit, no? hundred percent. I think you, you bring up a very good point there. You know, check out concerts. When people used to go and appreciate the talent, the, the time that you're spending with your, you know, your surrounding, your network, and whoever you're, you're bonding with. Now it's about how quickly can I pull my phone out and take that image or take that snap or take that picture so I can get more likes or, and, and I can, yeah. you know, it kind of leads into this thing, what they classify as fear of missing out, right? Yep. It, it, it's, it's, it, it's a serious problem. It, it really is a serious problem where, oh, oh, you know, someone's having a barbecue. How come I wasn't invited? Oh, mm. you know, um, it, it, why is this person making this? How come we're not doing this? You know, it, it, it can be it can really lead to a lot of consequences yeah. where now just because someone, you know, publicly to her Carter's point is sharing and just blasting something, you know, it sets expectations or sets sets a bar where, well, they're doing this. How come we don't do this? You know, it, it can right. be a, it can contribute in a very negative way um, to a relationship, to a situation. You know, it's. <laughs> It's a good tool, and I'm not gonna, you know, go against what Carlos is saying. I think it's also a great tool for the idea that it allows you to, you know, get visibility into a situation, 100%. But again, if we want to just jump onto the negative track a little bit, it's also got, you know, it's also got in a, a lane where you gotta be very careful. You can, you know, it can be, it can cause a lot of problems. And really, do you think really people are really thinking? Well, on average, do you think people 
think about what they post before they post it or how it will impact or affect other people i and don't that, think that, so yeah, yeah that's, that, that's actually a, you know it depends it depends who it is you know some people are conscious for example if you're having an event or you're, you're trying to announce something you know that someone else is also going to be in, in a similar position yeah. do you really want to do it mm-hmm. at the same time they're, they're trying to do it because now it becomes a, a competitive thing or are you trying to be right. you know considerate of the situation where maybe you'll do it in it well in advance or you're not you know, I think it really depends on if if you have the common sense. I, I think uh, which which can be stretched in, right. in a different vertical, but right. um, it, it really depends. I think it, it just become a situation where you know I want to be there first. I yeah. want to be the one to announce it. It's my idea. I want the brownie points. You know, it, it, it it's become a. An unhealthy competitive tool in my in, in my you know, opinion. It, at least on the consumer side from the business side absolutely not i think it, it's it's doing people so much good you know there are celebrities quote-unquote instagram celebrities that are making millions millions yeah, yeah. simply by you know having following having all the likes and and, and everything that you do and you know it's it's a tool for revenue it's a tool for survival for many businesses so it's again it's got its pros and cons like like everything else does but um, it can definitely be misused and misused very, very quickly. You know, so I've, um, I, I sometimes kind of wonder, right? I, I mean, we all been kind of guilty of, to a certain extent, of you know, posting, taking pictures, and posting them online or on your on your story or whatever, which is fine occasionally, right? But I have I've known other people who, if it's not, if it's not on social media, it never happened. <laughs> you, like they don't, they won't enjoy the moment itself with the people, because they they're so caught up. In, okay, yeah, let me. I need to make a video. I gotta put this picture on because if I don't, this setting, this grouping never happened. Then, like, do you guys, do you guys ever feel like that? It's kind of now the kind of the mind, the mindset though of the younger generation. Well, no, I mean that's a good point. I mean, I'll give you an example of that. Mm-hmm. So I was in, I was vacation in uh, what was it? DR. Right, I was vacationing in DR with the kids, and I ran into the guy from the um, Sopranos, and I'm not sure. Maybe it was you who said this, or someone said it to me. Mm-hmm. Who said? Uh, and I met the guy from the Sopranos. I forgot his name, and I thought he was someone else, but I, I realized later on that he was the guy from the Sopranos. And then someone said to me, "Well, do you have a picture?" I was like, "He had to be there. It was the moment. It was the whole moment of the situation. You know, meeting the guy, seeing the guy, whatever." No, I didn't think about flipping up the phone so I can just show everybody in the world that, hey, look at me, hang out with this guy from the Sopranos. So going back to that comment, it's like, you know, a lot of people are stuck into you got to get the picture of whatever that situation is you're dealing with at the moment. Because if you don't, then no one was going to believe you. And that's, that's kind of really weird, too, that people would not believe whatever thing you're describing to them if you don't have a photo of it. So if you don't have a photo of the moment, it didn't happen. Good point. And so when do we get to that point? When do we in society get to the point of saying, well, I can't believe you unless I got a photo of it? Well, wasn't this the case uh, even before, like, mobile phones and stuff? I mean, you know, what, what was there before the smartphone? We had the the little, di- you know, the digital cameras, right? That you, yeah. I mean, I, I knew people who carried that around, too, like everywhere they went. And, you know, it was maybe just just for fun or just to you know just to have a picture of something you know uh, Mm. as as a memory i mean which is fine i think i mean taking a picture for you know at an event or two or or of a or an occasion 
just to remember the event, I, that's fine. But I think it's the excess amount of things, right? The excess photos is the excess uh, video taking and uploading. Isn't that that's kind of what we're, I guess, maybe we're more uh, looking at, right? Yeah, yeah I, I think uh, also like, you know, updating your status and stuff with silly things, the, you know, uh, yeah, I'm at the gym, oh, I'm having lunch, oh, I'm having dinner, oh, I'm watching right. TV. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see every meal. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> That's annoying. Yeah, it's, it's the oversatch, it's the overflooding of the constant, the news feed, right? Like, I don't need to know what you're doing all the time. Like, mm -hmm. okay, you know, like, do it, but don't announce to everybody, right? It's... Right, right. I, you, you know, to, to Carlos's point, uh, you know, which, which is actually, uh, you know, it's interesting. The, the remark he made earlier about the evolution and the technology, I think it kind of ties back into what he's saying. A camera was one tool. It, 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 it can only do one thing. You know, there was not much you can do from the camera, right? And, not, you know, perhaps maybe everyone didn't have the access, um, you know, or, or I guess the ability to carry one, but still, it, it, it served one function. The mobile device is dangerous you know we, i know we're talking about social media here but it, it's the empowerment of technology that has enabled all these different platforms instantaneously you know that you know if, if you have if you you can divide your attention in seven eight ten different applications and on any given instance you, know, you can be snapping you can be instagramming you can be facebooking you can be uh tweeting you know there's just so much distraction that it takes away mm -hmm. from focusing on what you're actually there for is probably what I would, you know, that, that, that's the way I would summarize it. I think too many platforms are serving as a distraction, which is why, you know, it, in my opinion, again, it, it, it served as a negative impact. But also yeah. look at this. Yep, but look at this also. The point I want to make is look how many people are now becoming photojournalists, right? Because of the evolution of the smartphone, right? So with the evolution of the phone and the fact that, look at the, the comment calls made earlier about, you know, a camera. So now your cell phone, I mean, what the top end cell phone probably nowadays goes for a thousand dollars, right? So every new device that comes on the market goes for about a thousand dollars right out the gate, right? And the quality and the camera technology within those smart devices are getting better and better every time they come out with a new device, which is really taken away from the market share that you have with your regular standalone cameras because of good quality Good, really good quality camera is going to run you a thousand dollars plus. But you have now that new te all that those features and technology, and most of it which is really software driven, all now get embedded within the smartphone itself. And so now people are able to become they all you know you can do their own sort of uh, photo shoots using a smart, and you can get some really good photos out of a good smart smartphone camera. That's a valid point. If I can maybe summarize it in one way uh, to just kind of recap, yeah. the problem isn't the problem with social media isn't isn't the media, it's the social. It's what is what uh, Sukwant's saying. Media is going to be there. Technology is going to be there. How do you balance the social side of it? You know, it, it, it's a very good thought process if you think about it. The problem isn't the media; it's the social. Yeah. I um. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Barry. No, I was going to say, and to that point, you know, I think we're losing a lot of the social, you know, ability to communicate and, uh, you know, be around one another. Yep. I mean, we're kind of feeling it now in a way by this whole pandemic, right? Because it's preventing us from being together, you know, as one, you know, going to a bar, 
or just meeting up at a club or something like that. That sort of thing is, is uh, because of the pandemic, is preventing us from doing that. But what's still happening today is social media. It still exists today. You know, going back to what Carlos said about what happened with George Floyd and stuff like that. That was social media giving us a, 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 the window into that situation and allowing everybody all over the world to see what happened, you know. Uh, even though we're we are doing social distancing right now um, um, due to the pandemic. Um, but again, my point is, bring this all back together, uh, even after the pandemic is over. Social media, I don't think is, it's helping, but it's not really helping us to do that as much as we should be. Because really, if you have a sunny dinner or whatever like that, or get together, like actually get together, you find that, especially the younger kids, they get together with the family or whatever like that. But the one thing they're constantly doing is looking at their phone. It, so, it, it, is culture very to blame for this? Culture, upbringing, and the education, or, or technology for that matter, to, to be blamed for this? Is that a question? Yeah, yeah, I'm just uh, your, your opinion yeah. on that. Yeah, I think it's a, a combination of all, of all those added together. Technology, because again, you know, this technology that we're talking about didn't really exist to the level that it exists now, say, 10, 15, 20 years ago. Right? Yeah. I mean, it didn't, and th that's why I think it, it's so much, like, I think the social etiquette or the communication or the lack of communication has maybe g given rise to more, I guess, differencing or, or hatred of differencing opinions, right? Oh, yeah, I don't like what you're thinking because, you know, or how you posted it because I don't know how to interpret that via social media, right? I'm not sitting in front of you to have a conversation like that where I can understand your tone and your point of view. I am now taking it as how I want to perceive it what, via whatever you wrote or posted, right? That's a valid point, so, you know, if, if you think about it this way, right, I think, you know, th this category obviously is more about the impacts and the influence of, of social media, but I think, you know, it's, it's really technology when you kind of summarize it <clears throat> you know when you when you see younger kids right we, we all grew up in a time frame and i'm not gonna get into the berry jokes it's coming barry it's coming you know that's coming right <laughs> oh man no no I'm, what i'm saying is i think when we grew up technology was still there but maybe not as you know, expanded, if you will, or the innovation aspect of it. I think we were more, you know, we were outgoing, we played sports, we did things where, you know, we weren't distracted by, you know, what's the next post that's coming up? What's the next picture that's coming up? What's the next, uh, you know, tweet that someone's going to make? You know, I think it's it's risen, the, the whole conversation around mental health. You know, that's another area that you know not not too many people are focusing on, but mental health is taking a toll. But you know, with technology, and just in the inability to kind of you know process new ideas or create new ideas because you're just so distracted by what there's so much that's available by just having an iPad, having a mobile device. You know, I look at kids that are growing up today. Yes, there, there's some benefits to technology. I'm not saying it's all bad, but the level of distraction and 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 the physical activities that, that that's getting minimized you know i think it's it, it, there's something to be said about that 
Yeah, that's that's also then we can kind of say you know like that's the rise of technology in general, right? The the more the the enhancement of video games or or mobile games on mobile devices now, right? Leading to more of a um, a sedentary lifestyle um, addiction. Addiction, yep, right, and not not being able to communicate, not going out and you know actually playing outside in a way like that that whole kind of aspect yes i mean again sorry i'm, I'm going off topic with uh, yeah, no, no worries. social media is the the highlight here but i think we've kind of stretched it out in different in different uh segments right i think barry had his own uh you know take on it carlos put his own take on it i think uh overall you know it's it's socialization is, is losing touch because of social media is, is, is the way I would kind of end it sure and then what we could do to kind of segue off actually Carlos do you have a point you want to make up there goes Carlos uh, <laughs> Carlos you had a point you wanted to make or no you alright there man uh, no that wasn't me <laughs> that wasn't you so. alright um <laughs> I guess I'll... This is definitely your last podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll see, Barry. I'm going to... I guess, like I said, I'm going to do my own podcast solo style going forward. <laughs> um, oh, man. So I, that was actually me. Uh, something fell off the top of my closet here. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> uh, so what we could do now is kind of delve into the uh, the matter. I think, Barry, you had mentioned it. I think you, you Carlos, as well. You know, the... Uh, what social media has brought to light uh, in the last few days, uh, few weeks now, right? Um, even even to kind of just before we get into that, just you know how much information we had regarding uh, coronavirus in the beginning and still now, like the, there was so much data out there, so much, so many media out- outlets pointing to what. But they perceived as to be okay. This is how it, how it is, or how it's behaving. The virus itself, or how it should in the vaccines and all that. You know, there's there's so much data out there, so much media posts and all that, and it's hard to decipher as an individual to kind of intake all that, ingest it, and see who's right or who is wrong. Um. So going, you know, speeding up along, you know, in the last few weeks we've had we've had all these incidents. Um, but unfortunately, what's taking place in the country with um, you know George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and Ahmed Aubrey and so many others, unfortunately, right? Um, and social media has brought, in a good way, to light what we might have not have seen otherwise. Now, the question I guess I want to ask uh, the group here is: Did we think as a society? that um, what's occurring now has always been occurring, but it just kind of got... Well, A, there was no technology technology back, you know, 30, 40, 50 years ago to really, you know, upload that video or that photo and bring it to to social media. So are, is, is what we're seeing, seeing now just what's always been happening or is it just an increase because of 
of what we have in terms of technology now like is it like, which one is it though like what's the, what's the no. uh no no I, I well i'm gonna, i'm just gonna start to lead off and just okay. say what we see now happening and being recorded has always been happening um the only difference is now that there are people now who have the the cameras and phones in their pocket who are taking pictures of these things or videotaping these things. If we didn't have the pocket, that we have the smartphone, what we have to do to, to prove that something was happening in just uh, in just would look at the street cameras because every there's almost on every building, every store front, there's a street camera recording what goes on in society, which is unfortunate, but that's just the where we are today. Um, and sometimes with the combination of what the, a, a citizen is, is capturing on their phone and uploading to Facebook and Instagram, um, the police or uh, FBI or whoever turns to, okay, let me see what other cameras exist in the vicinity. And let me look at it, everything that you're describing from a different angle, just to bring home, just drive home, whatever sort of social injustice occurred or whatever, as it relates to like something like the George Floyd. Um, I think what is happening or what is being recorded now has always been happening. Only thing now is we have the eyewitness, we have the proof to show it. That's just my opinion. Okay, fair enough. No, that's, a, that's a solid opinion. Gradito, uh, Carlos, you guys want to take the next stab at, uh, at that? Gradito, go ahead. Uh, sure. Yeah, look, uh, with social media. You know, the power of, of social media is really influence. And the influence can really be stretched in, in different, different uh, segments, again, where, you know, more people across the world, they're, they're not reading the daily newspaper. They're not even, to some degree, they're not even watching news anymore, I think, just because they're, again, distracted with their mobile devices. And, again, the convenience of having an application pretty much delivering everything from what's happening locally uh, to worldwide events, global stage events, um, anything you can think of. And again, it's, 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 it's the evolution where it used to be technology kind of or social media is only available to certain, uh, you know, certain, certain audiences. Now it's everyone, you know, my mom has it, my dad has it, someone's uh, 10 year old has it, someone's five year old has it, you know, it's, and I don't want to stay away from the question where you, you said that, you know, are we seeing more now? To Barry's point, no. You know, p- patterns of, 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 you know, certain certain violence, uh, certain events always existed. I think it's just more now the influence that the social media applications are just providing where information is able to travel in, in seconds, you know, from, from one end to the, to the other within a matter of seconds. Versus having to again wait for the next space newspaper or wait for the next uh, you know broadcast of a, of a newscast, you know it happens instantaneously, and I think I think that that that's definitely an advantage. Again, it can also be a disadvantage, but I'm not. I think I've spoken too much negatively on social media. No, that's, that's fine. To, you know, that's okay. To, to the, to the adva- advantage side here, um, no, I think uh, you know it, it serves a purpose. I think it it, it allows uh, access of information in a heartbeat if you will uh, it's also exposing to Barry's point it's exposing a lot of the events that again were not visible um, some 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 that were, you know some events that were basically uh, you know performed I guess in, in in some levels of abusement you know where folks uh, you know I guess authorities took uh, took their power by privilege um, 
you know, and just just create these environments for certain communities, right? Like someone growing up in, in, in I guess, not so much a, uh, you know, rich, call it a privileged uh, community, it's not going to have a problem that someone, you know, in a less provided or, uh, you know, visible um, uh, community, um, you know, it, it's, I, I think uh, the impact is positive in, in, in the way the information travels, um, you know, and I, I think it's going to, it's only going to increase that, that level of, spreading of news and how quickly we, we, we become informed overall is, is, is one way I would say it's, it's helped and it's become an advantage to, uh, to, to everyone in, in, in some mm-hmm. capacity. Carlos, any thoughts on this? Um, yeah, I mean, going back to your original point was, uh, you know, was this kind of thing happening uh, before social media existed uh, yeah absolutely um, I mean I've myself I've witnessed the, the you know these kind of events as, as a child growing up here and when these things happened back then uh, back in the in the 80s you know Barry uh, Barry I think you you can back me up on this one. Oh boy here we uh, go <laughs> well, well, when these things happened back then like how how was this information uh, spread out to people, right? Uh, something would happen. Uh, what we would do is, you know, at first it would just spread within the neighborhood, yep. you know, word to mouth. Uh, some people may end up calling like the local news station. And if that news station felt like that was worth reporting, they would come out, you know, they would send somebody. And it would probably just be contained right there, like uh, with, within your local news station, right? Yep, yep. So for something to reach, uh, you know, something on a national or a global scale like it is now, like I, I think uh, the freedom that we have uh, uh, to post and for, for this thing to just spread virally, uh, th- th- this is where the, the real power of, the, of social media comes in. And, and again, I think it's it has its pros and cons because uh, uh, like I follow I follow people on Twitter and you can kind of see both sides of things like for instance the George Floyd situation or the Black Lives Matter uh, movement uh, I see people retweeting things from both sides right like uh, people yep. who don't support it and people who support it mm-hmm. and it, it's it's just scary it's scary to see that there are you know real still uh, a lot of real racists out there um, you know, uh, that's the thing. Would we really know if, if something like Twitter wasn't around? Uh, I, I think it's very useful. It's been very useful for that purpose. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm going to pick up on that because one point you brought up, um, social media now is really changing the way we look at information today. If you look at a, a one particular tool like LinkedIn, for example, I think so you and I were talking about LinkedIn earlier last yep. week or whatever, mm-hmm. and how LinkedIn is supposed to be really for connecting from a job standpoint, from a, from a career, you know, for being a professional um, in networking with other professionals and stuff like that. But then you start to look at some of the political comments from people as it relates to what's going on politically in the world and this country. And it's like, wait a minute, that's not why I'm on LinkedIn. I mean, I don't want to see that stuff here. That should be saved for like your Instagram or your Facebook or something like that, or your Twitter feed or whatever. But yet people are looking at LinkedIn 
now to post information about how they feel politically and like i don't really care to know that information you know like certain people if you're really a close friend yeah i care how you think about things from a political standpoint but is that the right vehicle to use to share that information i don't think so and 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 it shows me really um what type of individual you are because the, the the image you portray when we're in office is one thing but then when you go online you're portraying a different image altogether. So social media has really, you know, it's to what we said earlier, you know, it's there's the pros and cons to it, right? Uh, and it really depends on how a person uses that tool. Uh, and in some cases, I think people are abusing, abusing different the different tools, and they don't know how to use it properly. Um, and everything is getting just slammed out, it's slammed out there. And I think it's you as a consumer of this information to really look and choose what you want to digest because there's so much information out there and a lot of it is negative. Some of it, I shouldn't say, some of it is negative. Uh, some of it is just bad, fake information. Uh, so you have to be very careful of, of where you get your news information and what you digest because um, that's very important. That's that's fair and that's I think... Good, uh, good point. I think, Barry, you had mentioned, I think, um like how nowadays the even the mainstream news channels they take social media whatever they find on there as their lead headline right like that's their main story nowadays Absolutely. yeah it's no longer back to what Carlos was saying like basically waiting for your 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 reporter to bring in that that, that number one story no news outlets now are looking towards social media for that headline you know, to, so they can carry on the six o'clock news or whatever like that. And if you notice, most stations, they definitely has a segment in there about social media, you know, something that happened on social media that they want to report locally to everybody. Um, so social media is, is here to stay. Uh, but again, it's you got to be careful. And again, those are major outlets. I think they do take the time to make sure they're going to show something on their network. It is something they've already vetted already. And that's, again, to my point, that we as individual consumer of this information, we got to make sure we vet the information um, before we go back and say, hey, did you see this? Did you check this out? Or whatever like that. Don't share information unless you know that it's, it's worth sharing and it's valid information. That's a good point, Barry. Uh, that's such a good point. You know, when it, when it comes to, again, the advantages and disadvantages of any, any, uh, any portal, I think uh, it's very important to uh, understand what you're reading and what impact it's going to have after you, you know, interpret this information. You know, typically anything you see online is going to have some level of influence on people's views. It may even have a political agenda or some, some level of, you know, a profitability or even, you know, just, just misleading a certain audience. Um, one example so on, on this particular note here you know when, when you're when you're broadcasting or when you're when you're going through all these different channels uh, whether it's Instagram whether it's uh, snapchat whatever it is how much advertisement kicks into into each uh, you know after each story you know I, I typically I've seen anything from you know home goods um, you know uh, call it like I guess personal items and such that you can purchase and kind of improve your situation you know, there's a lot that you know. Social media has become a venue now for, for, for 
for businesses to profit from simply because they, they see that there, there's an audience they can tap into. Um, you know, that's one way. I think the other thing is obviously the fake news where, you know, you, you got to be careful with what, with what you're reading and, you know, how you're interpreting it because not everything you see online is, is, is real, you know, for that matter. So, yeah, you know, it, 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 it can be twisted in, in many different directions. Well, uh, okay, let's just say the, the average average person, right? How would one decipher what's fake news or what isn't? Like, how would somebody say, you know, what well, this is this right here, what I'm, what I'm reading right now, to me, this is real? I check uh, different, different sources. And I, I usually compare, like, uh, uh, Fox News, CNN, Huffington Post. And I kind of see like how what what's each uh, uh, you know how do, how are they writing the story and what's common between them um, uh, and, the, and from that I like extrapolate what's true or not or, or it could be true or not. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, what, what if we think of it this way? You know, like anything else, there's got to be some level of, you know, political influence, uh, financial in- influence on what gets advertised, the propaganda, if you will, right? So th- th- you may deliberately see certain certain stories or certain, uh, you know, promotional-based content because someone's got a, again, an influence to basically say this is what one should be seeing because that's what they should be focusing on. Um, you know, that's one way... To, you know, I don't think that goes against false information. I think that just goes against the whole idea of should you be believing this or can someone mislead you to kind of or just change your mind on certain things because they can, you know, again, advertise or promote certain content that you can say, oh, you know, maybe I thought of it differently, but now because I read this or you know, I'm seeing more of this, um, you know, it, it's going to allow them to, you know, change the way they decide for information. You know, it, it, it's a powerful, it's a powerful tool. It, it, it really can change a lot. You know, sometimes you're just, I, I'll give you one quick example and I'm not a fan of the situation, but just the other day I, uh, I, I was on Snapchat and there, there was a Donald Trump, um, you know, uh, snap that came up and it started off in, in a little mini clip where you have a, you know, an African American male, um, behind a car and he, he's chasing or pushing a car. Uh, I apologize. It, the African American male, it's he's inside the car, and a white male, uh, white American male, is outside and, and yelling, saying, "You know, get out of here! Uh, you know, push it along or something like that." Basically, chasing the car. It, in, in a typical situation, anyone in that community, it, it happened to be a black African American community. Um, you know, you have an audience that comes out, pulls their their phones out, starts start to uh, post the situation where a white male is now chasing a, a car with a black male uh, simp- you know, and, and yelling, get out of here, step on it. Um, you know, and, and it, it, gets, it gets blasted. It, 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 it turns into a situation where, you know, we have a racist uh, country based on the leadership level. And it, right? it goes into uh, an, another setting, a different take on it. It so happens to be that the gentleman driving the car was stuck. It, 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 it was, you know, he was stuck because there was, there was a snowstorm in a particular state, and this white male comes out and helps him kind of navigate through that situation, and he's pushing the car, the car and 
the car is now able to run on its own and he's you know he's just it, like typically you know he's saying step on it you know get out of here you know like in, in a way where he, he's being friendly but it's misinterpreted uh, it's misinterpreted because you, you're never gonna see that side is what people want you to see and, and when you interpret you, you're not gonna have access to everything you know false information it, it can really change your mindset on a lot of things or or, or even call it a pro propaganda situation can change a lot of uh, how you decipher things that's actually a really good point yeah that's actually a really good point um now, actually, that's something I think, you know, Barry, I think maybe you and I have maybe touched upon this or maybe I think Carlos, you and I, like where some things are either clipped down, maybe perhaps, right? Or, or you set you a shorter version of something in which they only show you the, like, in Gurdjieff's example here, the last 10 seconds, but not the first minute where the guy was helping him out, right? Like, it's where, it's like where the only one us, the kind of, I guess riding the wave, the current wave, okay, right, of, of what's going on in the country, in a way. Yeah, that that's happened, I think, a lot with the uh, police brutality um, videos that we've seen. Um, uh, I think some of them were, you know, scenarios like that where they just uh, focused on the, uh, you know, the violence they wouldn't see like you know maybe this person was uh committing a crime or might have had a weapon yep and it re resulted in that kind of you know violent response uh yeah I, yeah i agree that definitely happens um, from time to time uh barry you want to have any thoughts uh, not really. I mean, basically, I mean, I agree totally with both with both of the guys are saying. Um, you know, one thing just to note here, uh, with a lot of times with social media, though, we always see the bad stuff that happens, right? And there are occasions in which we definitely see the good stuff because you know, there's a lot. Of, there's still good in the world, you know. Yeah. So we can't say there's only bad things happening, right? But what really makes what brings up the ratings, unfortunately. For like these news outlet, news is, outlets is the bad is stuff. showing the, the bad stuff. Yes, and yes. that's just the type of society we live in today. And see, and that's that's where it's kind of like okay, well, you on one hand like the American, well, I guess just in society in general, right? We want to always say, hey, you know, don't don't think negative, don't listen to negativity. But if it's constantly always around you, like on your fingertips, it's kind of hard to evade it at times, no? Yeah, um, you know, the things that's happening negatively are not just here um, on the East Coast. I mean, they're all over the place, right? All over the world, all over the country. Um, but again, that is the things that, that people want to believe it. I mean, believe it or not, people like to see the bad, right? They want to hear the bad story. Um, I, and I'm, I'm torn between do people like to see the bad stuff more than they have to see the good stuff? Um, right again, now, I think so, man. It, yeah, it seems to which, be that way. Yeah, which is really unfortunate, you know, because, you know, you may see, here's a classic one. There's a, I'm, I'm quite sure you guys have seen it, right? These, there's an uh, African-American kid, maybe like two years old, right? What, you know, running down the sidewalk to, to, to hug his partner, which is a Caucasian white kid, right? And they're, they're running, and the parents are looking at this and, and seeing how they embrace and stuff like that. And someone captured this on video or whatever and uploaded it again, like, 
millions of hits because uh, it was such an adorable moment, right? That had a life shelf of maybe one day or two, but yet the incident, the tragic incident of something, someone getting killed, like George Floyd, we've seen it how many times that that played out, right? The shelf life on that is much longer, unfortunately, than the shelf life of the two little toddlers running to one another, one another uh, and are embracing. So it's 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 really it's you know it's just basically where we are today as a society, I think. You know that that same video, Barry, that you mentioned with the two kids. Even that one got taken out of context. They, uh, uh, I think it was someone from the Trump campaign. They they posted like a different version of that that oh, showed get out of here. Yeah, it showed uh, uh, you know the young the African American boy uh, made it seem like he was running away from the white child. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh man, I didn't see that. I, I really, uh, I'm glad I didn't see that. That's ridiculous. That's just yeah. ridiculous. Um, and they, you know, they got some backlash for for posting uh, that version of the same video. Wow. Yeah, I, I'm lost for words with that one. That's disgusting. Um. Uh, um. Yeah. Go ahead, Barry or Grigit. Because I guess no, we. Must, like, so, I don't nothing on my end either. Um, I think I'm I so I think uh, Barry, I wanted to bring up something that I think um, that you have uh, told me about that one incident where there was a um, an old person on a lawn and this. Ch- or this these these kids were riding their bikes, and their dad was filming them. Recall this from a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Remember the, then the, then the father and the guy got into a confrontation. Well, okay. I totally forget about that one. Okay, so let, let me let me just I guess. Uh, no, tell, yeah, tell me your story. Tell me your story if you remember. Well, I think what we were discussing was this this, this father of the kids who was riding the bike was recording uh, a confrontation between his kid and this adult person, right? Oh, 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 okay. I know what you're talking about. That's the situation in which basically is surrounded by, that had to do with Black Lives Matter, basically, right? Right. And these two Caucasian kids were sticking up sort of signs along a trail, like a bike trail, right? Indicating Black Lives Matter or something like that. Uh, and was, again, these kids had to be about, wow, man, they looked young. You know, eight years old, maybe ten, something like that. They was kind of young, um, and the father was with them, and this other guy was on a bicycle coming down the trail, and he saw this. He saw this. He stopped what he was doing. He's an older guy now. I'm like, what possessed you to get off your bike, start what you're doing, and and tell and you and sort of pull the yank the signs out of these kids' hands, these young kids' hands, saying, "What are you doing? I don't want that around here." You know, he started ripping up the signs and stuff like that. And the one child, one of the kids refused to hand over the sign and he grabbed the child and now you know and, and snatches it snatches the sign out their hand and um the, then next thing you know the guy is, he gets his bike and he's taking his bike and using it as sort of as a weapon or something and pushing it toward the, the father who's filming this whole thing and, you know and sort of push him off the trail as well luckily um they was able because everything was videotaped right and uploaded they was able to track this person down, and lo and behold, this guy is like a 
a VP of some company. Uh, I can't Jeez. remember what city or state. Uh, but he got fired for that situation because his company. Because you know what happens now when you do things like this, and when things like this occur, it's not just it's going to be negative press on you, but it's going to be negative press on the company that they, you work for. And you know, just like the whole thing that happened in Central Park with um, the lady who said that you know I'm calling the police on you because the guy is he's a bird watcher, right? Uh, so and she worked for I think it was Franklin Templeton, and that's the woman the bird watcher um, who was harassing. Oh, uh, call the police on a bird watcher. Uh, so people have to be mind mindful, uh, especially when they have bad intentions, right? They need to be mindful of their bad intentions and being caught doing those type of things to people uh, of any race of persuasion. Uh, because that information, if it's videotaped and you're, you're captured doing or saying whatever thing you, you're doing, and now that gets uploaded and for the whole world to see what type of person you really are, that can impact you uh, financially because people at your job now see what type of person you really are outside of work. But here's a question though, right? Yep. If you are that father or that parent of a kid who's being confronted by somebody else, how and you're recording a video right how long do you wait before you actually put your phone down and you go and you defend your kid or your neighbor or your friend right how, how long it like what's what's the, the the line okay well until until the guy or, or whoever that is slaps your your person that you're with the kid whoever like it what really depends on the tolerance level of the individual with the camera right but yeah, now, but, but Barry, it, it seems like it seems like right that yeah. it's more important to capture something yeah. than it is to defend someone, like actually go out and defending them if they're actually being perhaps being harmed in a way, in a physical manner. No. Right. Yeah, I agree one hundred percent, and I, I still say it really depends. Like it really depends on the individual, right? I think. We would have never made it to video because, you know, I would have stepped in there. We've been doing something. Something would have happened right then and there on the trail. All right. There's no time for videotaping. However, I, this turned out to be the right thing to some degree because that that videotape was very valuable on showing his employer and everyone else what type of individual this person is outside of work. Which led to the company saying, "Okay, we don't want this type of person working for our organization." Even though that person was the same person that he was. I mean, I, maybe the life things could have happened in his life to convert him into being the type of person that he was now. I don't know that, but this is the same person that you have running your your major organization. This guy was at high level. He was exec- in the executive. This is this you know, and, and this is the type of person you want being in your company. They, I suppose the company said, "No, we don't." And therefore, they they parted ways with the individual. But yeah, to your point, at what point do you make a decision? Do I continue to record or do I just handle this? It depends on the individual. And to be, for me, I wouldn't have been recording anything at all because we have been doing something else, especially once you put your hands on my child. Right. And then I guess this, this, doesn't this go back to what we open up with in this uh, podcast tonight, right? Regarding people being too attached to their phones or to social media. It's all about uploading first and getting clicks first and getting likes first. 
Yeah, I don't, but I don't know whether the intent of that person was to really get likes. I well, no, just in general, like not even, not no, even no, him. Oh, yeah. I think the intent was to document the, the situation mm -hmm. and to show the world what type of person this, and to help find that person as well, because you know yeah. this person wasn't dressing as business attire, right? They had the, you know, the athletic pant, you know, clothing on and stuff, because they're riding a bicycle, you know, so the helmet on and everything. Like that. So by recording it, it helped to. Uh, identify who the person was and to bring shame to that person as well now after the incident do you think that person is still the same individual I think so probably yeah and we'll probably end up finding a job somewhere else though easily you, th you think so you think it's like a oh, one time yeah. thing just kind of just, it gets I guess written off somehow erased yeah I mean I think at the end of the day this person will just like the person who um who called the police on the on the, on the guy because as he was, a, he was bird watching and he told the person told the lady to can you just put a uh, a leash on your dog she's gonna find another job she was an executive i think she, personally she's gonna find another job because there are other companies who are in other people who are like-minded as that individual was or is Carlos, Grigit, any any thoughts, comments? Come on, guys! Anyone? Yay. No, I, I I think uh, well, the, that the in, the incident that Barry mentioned with um, I, I think his name was Cooper, right? Uh, the, the, the bird watcher in Central Park. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, so I, I, yeah, that that was. Uh, I, I think that was just as, as serious as the George Floyd incident because uh, from that, uh, I know that uh, at least here in New York State, we at least ended up uh, getting uh, laws to protect people from this kind of thing, like from. Uh, calling in a, uh, you know, 911 and, uh, you know, basing, uh, basing your call on, you know, uh, someone's, because of someone's race, you feel threatened, right? That's now, uh, there's now a law against, uh, you know, people uh, being able to do that. Um, so, yeah, I uh, definitely think people like that, uh, that Amy, Amy Cooper, right? That was her name. Ah, uh, there you uh, go, yep. Yeah, I definitely think people like that should should be, like, reported or, you know, they, they should make some kind of uh, racist offender registry or something like that. Like, you know, like they have sex offenders. Uh, and, you know, these, these people try to go out and find um, jobs elsewhere, that, you know, that, that that would be just part of their background check. That's a good point. Uh, to, to kind of add on to that, uh, you know, I, I think she was definitely fired from her job, and, and of course, you know, social media outlets were, you know, were, were quick to expose, uh, you know, this person, and for the right reasons. I think that, that that's that's a good example of how quickly, you know, you, you can get visibility into situations. Look, you know, there are a lot of factors that that, that kind of you know relate to the to, to racism. You know, it could be religion, it could be governmental, it could be economics, class, you know, you name it, sexual orientation, uh, you know, I think, 
it, it, it all kind of goes back into, you know, what is racism? You know, in, in the end, like, how, what, what do we define it as? I think everyone has a different definition on it based on the groups and the, and the association and the education you have around it, right? It's, by definition, probably, it's, it's probably looking at, you know, looking at it as if you, you dislike or mistreat someone on the basis of, you know, color or, or orientation. Um, but I think, you know, overall, it's, it's racism is probably, you know, best classified as a system of advantage based on race, you know, it, it, and it's a problem. It's a problem that's been around for centuries. It's, it's a problem that's been, you know, deeply embedded uh, within, within our minds, within society. And, you know, if, if you think about it, it it's, it's a pandemic on its own. You know, it, it, it really is. It's, it's a situation that it's going to take time to, you know, to, to escape. You know, I think the education is there. I think we're getting more visibility. Uh, you know, we're using the right tools to our, our advantage to provide the visibility. Um, but it's it's gonna take time, and it's not just a problem with, within the U.S. It's a problem everywhere. You know, it, it, and it's, it's again, yep. you know, it's classified differently depending on how you look at it. Whether it's again, it's identity, gender. You know, it's sexual orientation. So different forms of it, but I think it's all ultimately, uh, you know, just continue the educational track, empower the people that have a voice, use the platforms you have, the, af- the athletes. You know, I, I know we, we can get into uh, the NFL sports conversation, but now you have NFL owners coming out and basically even the commissioner came out and, you know, they're, they're saying we're going to support, um, uh, what was his name? The, the athlete. Kaepernick. Um, Kaepernick. Kaepernick. Yep. Yep. So he, he's receiving phenomenal support. You know, he's, he, he may be back in the season, uh, you know, back in the lineup next season. A team might actually bring him on. So I think, you know, we're making progress, but, you know, this is a, such a broad, broad topic in, in many different angles. And it's going to take time. You know, it, it's, it's no different than the pandemic. You know, it's going to take time to kind of escape it. I think we're treating it and we're, we're definitely getting a lot more progress than we did in the past but you can't you just can't uh, expect a change because you know one or two incidents have taken place you know th- th- think of it this way and i'm not gonna throw this in here but which communities uh, you know i guess did not benefit from all, all, all of this pandemic slash uh, you know black lives matter movement all the looting all the, you know everything that, that's taking place you know, for the most part, you're seeing poor neighborhoods. You're seeing folks, you know, from the African American descent, you know, that are rushing into all these citrus stores, breaking in. You know, again, they're getting this label. They're being put into a category again that this happens because of, you know, again, racism. They're getting classified that way. You know, again, it's it's the education aspect of it. I think it's also the the power that's given to the wrong people. Um, you know, and I think overall with this whole defund process that that's going on, you know, defunding the okay. police, maybe that's right. also going to help, right? That's how that's going to help take away some of some of the privileges that these people have, and maybe educate some of these uh you know poor neighborhoods, and hopefully create a future for them. You know, I think that's important. So. Again, very, very good thoughts all around. I think uh, Barry shared and Carlos. I think overall, I think this is definitely a, a, one of our empowering uh, podcast sessions. I think it touches up more than just technology. I think the humanity aspect is definitely touched on uh, in, in this podcast here. Definitely. Um, and you know, just to kind of wrap things up here, uh, you know, I agree with your point, Gurdit, in that, you know, racism is everywhere, not just here. Um, and it's, you know, 
and again, I, I hope people do realize that this is not just gonna be like you mentioned, Gurdjieff. That it's not a an overnight thing. It's it's a change that's gonna take a while, and it's not just you know, it's not even like a six month to a year. It it could take years to fully get rid of everything, right? The corruption, the bribery, the racism, uh, to really uh, take it out of its roots, right? And and plant new seeds of hope. That's gonna take a while. So, um, I know I hope you know, these things help that cause and it, you know, to get there quicker. But it's, you know, these things do, unfortunately, do do take time. Um, but yeah, guys, this this is really good, really, really good. It's just really insightful. We touched on a lot of things, especially with social media. So, um, thanks, fellas. Appreciate it. Uh, talk to you next time. Take care. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Be well. Bye.